Welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a new person and hopefully new friend, Rob. Hello, and how are you, Jesse? It's, uh, it's still floaty from taking accidental nap. <laughs> uh it was like one of those good naps, the ones that ruin your sleep pattern for a couple days. I still say that's the best kind of nap ever. Uh, I don't know. I, I It's hard enough for me to sleep already. Like, I have a specific, like, five-hour window where I sleep, and that's it. And anything outside of that messes me up for up to oh, a week. Oh, good luck. So, good luck with all yeah. that, then. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> well, um... This is also distinctly different from my my friend Rob, other Rob, uh, which turns out Rob is a common name in the North yeah. North America. Yeah, kind of happens that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, he has a different voice. It's not as uh, don't don't take this as um, an insult or anything. Not as sonorous and silky. Oh, that, I'm uh, terribly insulted. How dare you? How dare you? I come on this podcast. I, I, I give a lovely green room, by the way. Love the snacks, but I come on this podcast and I get insulted by being called silky and smooth. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's not as you know because <laughs> uh, Rob London has like a '50s announcer. Oh, voice. I wish. Oh, I'd love to have that. Mm. We are going to be talking about the serial killer from season one of Hannibal. I'm joking. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> Killer Shrike! Killer Shrike! Ooh. Uh, now I can, all I can think about is a Minnesota Shrike. Minnesota, Minnesota Shrike. Yeah, I mean, ah. I mean, he, he killed that poor Abigail. God, I love that show. Ah, me too. Oh, it's the best. And, I mean, that might not only be the only name recognition, name free association to Hannibal we have oh, this nice. week. Ooh. Look forward to someone who has the name Hannibal in their name. Hannibal Burris? <laughs> He's in the Marvel Universe? Yeah, Hannibal Burris. I knew it. I knew it. it all- yeah, that per- I think he only would have been like, because this was put out in like 87, so he pro- would have been a small <laughs> child at that point, because he's not that old. I thought he was, an- he was in damage control, I think, for a while, though, um, but he never really went anywhere. Comedy was a good move for him. <laughs> yeah, comedy was a great move. <laughs> You know, he, uh, so, um, do you know anything about Killer Shrike? I know nothing about Killer Shrike. Okay. Well, uh, what do you think Killer Shrike does? Right. What, what, what is Killer Shrike's deal? So, Shrike's a bird. Job. Right? So, he flies and kills. Um, I'm guessing, okay, he's animal related, so he probably either dresses like an animal or is part animal. Um, and he, uh, I'm going to guess, I'm going to go with Spider-Man villain. Okay. Am I close? Well, we're not done yet. Uh, what is his outfit? Oh, red, um, and feathery. Okay. How weird is his cape on a scale to one to weird (laughs) scale to one to weird? I'm going to go very odd. Okay, and uh, does this does this strike of the killer persuasion have any powers? It's all in the suit. Well, okay. half the cape, half the suit. Well, 
Okay, so here is what the killer strike looks like. Ow. Oh, ponytail. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, ponytail. And it is a pretty odd cape. That is a, yeah. It's, um, it, so it's almost like, uh, imagine like coattails, but like in the middle of. Yeah, from well, your shoulder no, blades. Actually, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Coattails, but from your shoulder blades. Enough for him to have very useless fabric hanging to the side. Unless he somehow flies with it, which, again, I don't normally read these ahead too much, so, like, maybe that pops up. But his, his, like, paraphernalia section is not that long, so. (laughs) (laughs) And besides that, he kind of has, like, a almost, like, 60s Batman color scheme. Yeah, kind of gray and black. Gray, gray, black, and yellow. Almost in those. Like, just imagine, like, kind of a knockoff, like, Batman suit with a weird cape and cowl. And and a long, flowing blonde ponytail. I I don't think we can talk about that enough. Well, yeah. So, so you know how... Have you heard of uh, Black Lightning? Black Vulcan. Yeah, Black... Whatever, okay. Black Vulcan, I think he was later called, um, whenever they decided that black people were humans in the DC universe. Uh, I mean, it, t- it took, it took a little bit. Mid seventies. Yeah. But, um, he was part of the original, uh, he was also, he was part of the original, uh, uh, super friends. Yeah, he was on the super friends with, Apache Chief. Another completely cool character racially. But he, uh, but his, his afro was actually part of his costume. Oh, really? Yes. Is the Shrike the same way? Is it a... I don't know. I hope it is, because that would just be a really odd addition to have, like, a, like, just a ponytail. Oh, woman has that, actually. Uh, she, her wig is, she's got a wig that's part of her costume, too, I think. Not the new one. The original Terra? I think so. The original Terra, mm. uh, from oh, she's got King one Titans. Too? Okay. Yep. She, she had uh, brown ponytails in it. So, you know, it's, it's a part of a tradition. <laughs> and unless it says otherwise, that's what's going on. <laughs> I, it, I can only assume it's part of the, part of the, uh, cow. And, uh, that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. It means he had to ha- he had to sit there and sew each hair into the cowl. It, but if you, if you, but for real, if you took away that uh, blonde ponytail, he'd just look like a Batman. That would be so boring too. It's just a bullet-headed yeah. Batman ripoff. Yeah, with wrist with wrist gauntlets, which we're going to be talking about Ooh. because apparently everyone had wrist blasters in the seventies and eighties. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was the thing to have. It was all about disco and wrist blasters and eight tracks. So his name. His real name is Simon Maddox. Maddox. Okay. Not Maddox. Maddox. Yes. Not Maddox. No, it's really close to a person who I actually kind of care about. Uh, but it's not. It's, it's Maddox. Maddox. And he is from the birthplace of the, of, of the, of the Minnesota, not the Minnesota Shrike, because it's not that, but he is from a place where Shrikes do live, Williamsburg, Virginia. <laughs> Apparently, he used to go by Harold Simons. What are you, Killer Shrike? Why does he need an alias? Because nobody knows who the hell he is. (laughs) 
Uh, also, he is a former agent of the Roxxon Oil oh, Corporation. Ooh, ooh, okay, now I'm interested. Oh, oh. Now I'm interested. He's not part of Corporation, capital C, Corporation. Mm, okay. So he was just a minion of the Corporation. A low level, maybe working his way up. Didn't really get anywhere. Yeah. You know, working his way around town. Flub. So he worked for Roxxon Oil Corp uh, Company, mm -hmm. which is the uh, wonderful company that keeps on giving in, in the 80s and 70s. Because at one point in time, uh, America actually viewed corporations as evil, as they actually are. Amazing how that uh, comic books foresaw the future so well. Now, I remember at one point, Roxxon wasn't didn't uh, didn't Submariner own Roxxon or become the CEO of Roxxon at one point? Uh, Roxxon Roxxon is a has a storied past and I don't remember everything. How could you? I do know that they fund the Red Supremacist group Sons of Serpent oh, though. Yeah. Like you so, do. Yeah. You know, you're you're a major corporation, you've got a, you're gonna fund a few hate groups. It's just gonna happen. So what's yeah, what's he do? What's his deal? So his first appearance is in the Rampaging Hulk. Ah, Hulk character. Okay. Yeah. Um, it first showed up in first, well, chapter, I mean, issue one of the Rampaging Hulk, January 1st, uh, 1977. And I would like to, um, I'd like to send you this, this cover because it is a cover. Let me tell you, because uh, there was a top time and place whenever, because um, there was a time and place where they did some pulpy pulpy covers for for their most of their comics. In the seventies was that that time, and it's just a real. Like adventure, adventure magazine looking cover of the Hulk, rampaging Hulk number one. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh yeah, that's yeah. like a uh, uh, who's the man of bronze? That's like uh, one of his covers. Doc Samson, yeah, no, Doc Samson. <laughs> Ooh, the second issue's even better. It's him punching a giant <gasps> robot. Oh. The third one's cool too. Oh, that's rad. Oh, that second one's great. It's him fighting Oh my, oh my, oh man, this, I can't, I can't keep on looking at these. I'm going to oh, want These are all good. Like, Look at number six. Them. He's like, it's like him and Conan. Oh no, it's him and, number no, five. it's him and Namor. Oh dude, number six. Yeah, number five is even better because it's, it's the king of Atlantis with his trident and a cape, oh. but no shirt on because he's king of Atlantis. <laughs> I would never what? wear a shirt if I looked like that. Come on. Oh my god, I keep on looking at these and they get better these and better. Amazing. Rampaging Hulk was awesome. There's one there's one that looks like oh, okay, so uh issue seven has him fighting the awesome Green Goliath was useless on the night of the Soul Eater. Oh, oh, oh and plus the return of the macabre man thing. I gotta get these. I gotta get these. Oh mm, I gotta look up how much these cost. Hopefully they were one that just was distributed a lot. I've got Jim Starlin uh, art, Steve Gerber writing. This is uh, this ooh, is good stuff. There's no reason not to. Okay, so that's another episode of Jesse needs to spend more money. <laughs> Deservedly so. 
Oh man, this is okay. good stuff. All right, so Rampaging uh, Hulk, Killer Shrike. What's the uh, yeah. an issue one? Yeah, so he's an issue one in seventy-seven. Um, so Simon Maddox, or as he was formerly known, Harold Simmons, <laughs> most worthless <laughs> alias of all time. <laughs> A military mer- man-turned-mercenary was selected by the Roxxon Oil Company to be a special agent in covert operations. All right. Nothing more covert Since- than a Batman suit with a giant yellow bird on it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Uh, sent to the mutagenics laboratory of Roxxon subsidiary, Brand Corporation. Oh, I remember, <laughs> remember where he got all that corporate... Uh, those corporate villains, one of them being the subsidiary of the other one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, the Brand Corporation, uh, Maddox went underwent extensive conditioning to extre- in, to increase his strength and endurance, and surgery to implant a miniature anti gravity generator into the base of his spine base uh, okay so he can fly because he's got a anti-grav generator in the base of his spine all right so by base of spine do they mean like like the base of the spine on top or base of the spine on the bottom oh i'm thinking right on the bottom like they just i think around the bottom because like that makes more sense in a chunk a uh, big metal chunk of anti-gravity stuff, and uh, boom, you're ready to go. Plus, it gives you the lift that you need. Uh, okay, do you think they use the uh, the gravit the gravit the gravity metal? What is it called? Uh, the one that uh, what's this? Uh, graviton. The gravitron. Gra- yeah, the Gravitons? graviton was infused okay. with. I uh, don't. What's this? What? That metal. Yeah, well, it, maybe it was like that. I think it probably was that. The question is always, like, how does he actually control it? So I guess if it's in his spine, if it's connected to his spine, then he can use his brain to control it and float around and do military things. Well, he was given a special battle suit with electrical offensive weaponry. See, I knew it was a suit. I knew it was in the suit. And then was assigned the code name Killer Shrike. (laughs) They were really bored that day and throwing words out of the dictionary. (laughs) If I... If I'm uh, mis- if I'm not mistaken, there. If I'm not mistaken, for uh, Boomerang, who got pretty much a costume and the name, and his name from uh, um, the Magia or Magia, Magia. yeah, 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 but the, from the Magia, like with him, they were just being like culture insensitive and being like, "Hey, you're you play minor league baseball and are basically American, Boomerangs." <laughs> Because I guess he had a slight accent, probably. But like, what about what about what about um, Simon Maddox, formerly known as Harold Simmons, (laughs) screamed "Killer Strike." (laughs) He he had a very high pitched, screechy voice, and uh, he uh, enjoyed devouring mice. So it was a natural. Uh, yeah, natural fit. Um, and also, who is paid the money to make these very flamboyant costumes? Oh, are, 
By Are you kidding? And, and no, names. No, Roxxon's got a whole basement level. It's just guys making costumes, other people looking up cool names, putting words together, doing Google searches, make sure that they can copyright it. It's not taken by some band in Minnesota. Like, Roxxon's got it covered. I, okay, I, under, I can understand, like, an oil company needing mercenaries to take oh, out people. Of course. I can understand that, because they're, they're automatically evil as soon as you have... As soon as you're an oil company, you're evil yeah, in my yeah. eyes immediately. No, no, absolutely. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean... Well, if I'm honest, as soon as you, as soon as you like casually make over a million a year, you're kind of automatically <laughs> evil. You've um, done something to make that money, and it's usually not something yeah. good. It's normally on the back of poor yeah, people. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but, um, that, that's my casual leftist coming out. <laughs> Welcome uh, to the Communist but, Manifesto Marvel Hour. We're going to be talking from the people's point of view. <laughs> but, like, why? Cause, like, so, like, did they just hire a bunch of, like, like, liberal art people to be like, well, you get to sew a bunch of cool stuff. Is the pros? And also make up names. Okay. Here's the deal. You got to work for an evil, giant evil corporation, but good benefits, get to design insane costumes, unlimited fabric budget. It's either this or Lion King on Broadway, and this is going to be a much better gig. And you don't, and also we're oil company. We're never going to get taken down because we're an oil company. Yeah. I mean, they're still, they've hired (laughs) evil hate groups. They've, they have killer mercenaries with bird costumes. Like they, they are invincible. They're still around. They're, they're never going to die. They stay, they stay around until the future, until almost like the year, until almost the year, the 2100. That's, they just change names. Oh, is it Batman uh, twenty nine or Spider Man twenty nine to nine? Yeah, it's Stark. Um, for, I cannot remember the Japanese name, but uh, they base, but their Japanese name is basically rocks oh, on. Love it. Hmm. Yeah, so like they stay around for like ever. That's that's the power power of the dollar, man. Power of the dollar. Yeah, exactly. So, because capitalism is totally not going to be dr- drive us down into the, the this, middle ages. This is again. why the Hulk was rampaging. He was rampaging against the man. His first mission, he was sent to infiltrate the subversive organization called the Conspiracy, which Roxxon learned about through major purchases of technology from the Brand Corporation. Reasonable. So, the Conspiracy, capital C. Well, the, of course. Come on, it's comics. The Conspiracy. Um, uh, For his initiation... The conspiracy killed, I mean, sent Killer Shrike to capture the monster named Goram. Instead, he found himself engaged in a battle with the adventurer Ulysses Bloodstone, who was defeated. Oh, Bloodstone, that's his daughter's in Next Wave. I know that. Right? Yes, yeah, yeah, and the yeah. uh, son, and uh, her son is in the, was in, in Avengers Academy, and as well as, um, the Battle Royale book, but with, with oh. Avengers kids. Uh, uh, why can't I remember I that? that one. Uh, let's see. You it should. Was, uh, it's, it's basically just Battle Royale, but with kids from the I Avengers. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Avenger Academy. What is it called? Um, Avenger Island? Avenger was it what something? part of the Battle Worlds thing or something? No, no. It was just a book that hmm. was put out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Arcade was just oh, like, yo, God. here's a bunch of kids. We're going to throw them into a murder <laughs> island. Arcade. And make them kill each other. 
Arcade's the best. I'm going to make the most complicated thing in the universe just to mildly bother a superhero. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, injur- uh, injured by the short-circuiting of his uh, electri- electrical weaponry, the Shrike was then taken to New York hosp- uh, Hospital by Bloodstone's agents. He lied... There he lied comatose for several weeks. Upon awakening, he had a temporary amnesia. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the different name? Uh, but that's where the different name comes from? Huh? I guess. Uh, but, uh... But he was soon contacted by one of uh, the brand uh, scientists. All right. Uh, Dr. Dr. Stephen Weems. Weems. <laughs> Weems. <laughs> He's the doctor of my uh, Weems. Dr. Weems. <laughs> uh, who operated up upon him. Weems called himself the modular man Ooh. and has been a victim of a microwave experiment, ex- experiment <laughs> backfired. <laughs> and salt strikes helped to help him acquire more power. That's, so so doctor so Dr. Weems uh decided to uh put some tin foil in the microwave. <laughs> see what happens. And see what happens, but it turns out the transformer was like super bad on it and it exploded. Oh, man, and and he made him mad with power. Mad. Yes. Mad. So much that he became the molecule mo- modular. Could he man. like disconnect his arms or something? What made him modular? I'm not. I'm not sure. I guess we'll see him in the MO. Maybe he made a uh, Swedish furniture that could be built cheaply. Yeah, he has like some of those like kind of cool, but also extremely cheap uh, cube <laughs> shelves that you see in almost yeah. everyone everyone's uh, apartments. Which I'm going to be getting one. Oh sure. Soon. No, I've got please. I've got several. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have I don't have shelves right now, and I would like that shelves. Shelves, you know what they do a good job of holding things up. <laughs> Very yeah, important. including books. Uh, so um, he promised to disclose the strikes uh, past to him. Oh, right, temporary amnesia. Um, uh-huh. So he did fight Spider-Man and Beast. That's a team up, I'm guessing. I guess it maybe was in a Marvel yeah, team up. Yeah, that'd be my guess. Seventies fighting Beast and Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Weems was killed during that during that fight before he can uphold the bargain. Uh, so he's probably in the book. Not of the Weems, dead. no, no Weems. I was falling in love with him, <laughs> Doctor Weems. Uh, but then he got his memories back anyway, and then he became the then like. He's now a free agent. God, he opened a uh, opened a chain of video stores in the Midwest. Much like almost every dude in comics, he's over six foot mm-hmm. tall and has brown hair, brown eyes. <laughs> Remarkable character. <laughs> wait, wait, brown hair? It, the wig is the ponytail is part oh, of it. it. Is part it's of part it. of the costume. <gasps> yeah. We were right. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Killer Shrike now. Awesome character. Possibly uh, best of all time. But at least up there. Yeah. So he can lift about a ton. He does technically have minor super okay. strength. So um, I'm guessing that 
metal in a spine. Okay, let's do that's, it. That metal microwaves. It, it all works out. Um, he has uh, enhanced reflexes, endurity, injure, injure. I'm trying to combine endurance and agility. Endurity. Um, endurity. <laughs> Uh, he has in, so, okay, so imagine base superhero. Yeah. Better reflexes, yeah. agility, That's and every endurance. other person in this book is like, yeah, increased endurance, faster reflexes. And resistance to, um, he also has resistance to injury. And he is the peak of human perfection, mm. just like every non superpowered super yeah. villain or hero. Yeah. They are as strong as Captain America is because they all take steroids. Exactly. It's it's uh we we love major corporations and drugs. That's the <clears> secret. Yeah, he can fly through the means of a surgically implanted anti gravity generator located in the base of his spine. Well, anti gravity that makes me think he more floats rather than flies. He just kind of gently floats a few feet above the earth and lets the wind carry him to where he needs to fight the beast well he can he can guide himself so technically that's flight <laughs> technically technically hot air balloons are considered flight so yeah yeah that's true that's true yeah he can control it he can control it through neural link um he can get up to about 80 miles an oh. hour and support uh for uh 450 pounds including his own weight while flying. So really he can only lift up 200 extra pounds while he's flying. Well, you know, that's not too bad. I mean, you can carry a Spider-Man no, on your be, back. He'd be actually be, he can carry, he can easily carry like a non-buff dude or non-fat yeah, dude. He can him. help people. Multiple children. Yeah, he can couple kids. Um, he can help people move their apartment. He can take one box at a time. You know, this is useful stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as they say, it's it's easier to it's easier to move when you can go as the killer shrike flies. <laughs> <laughs> How far away um, is your new place? Uh, about three miles as the killer shrike flies. <laughs> uh, so here is a wonderful oh, sentence. Okay. Right. okay, and by wonderful, I mean slightly <laughs> racist, <laughs> just like most of the things in the eighties. Welcome to the Marvel universe. Hope you survive. <laughs> Killer Shrike has a vent- uh, has extensive training in hand to hand combat and a number of Oriental fighting <laughs> styles, no, <laughs> such as kung fu. <laughs> you can almost hear the like do 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 in the background. It's just yeah. <sighs> like, I mean, tec- okay, so technically they are describing a fighting style from the east. It's technically not. It's not like they're brace. It's braces or anything. But at the same time, you could have said martial arts, <laughs> and people would have just caught Martial it. arts such as Kung Fu. Oh, I understand that. I do not need the official <laughs> word typically associated with rugs. Got it. Yeah. Uh, he also has a he has a suit made with insulated steel f- mesh alloy. Mm. Sure. And uh, he has a trend blaster. Uh, twin power blaster worn on each wrist. They have like uh, talons, so you can slice, slice and dice. Oh, gotta have with the bird connection. All right. And because he is a villain with wrist blasters in the seventies and eighties, 
he also has the ability to electrocute people <sighs> because apparently that's just a thing every peer person it has. Wrist when, <laughs> it's just a thing that he has. You have electricity if you have wrist blasters. You can shoot electricity up to a certain amount of feet. It's just a bonus. They're like, uh, you know, it comes like, with the base like model. What can you do? You, can I get it removed? No, like, no. It's it's got to come with it. Sorry. It, it's it's just a thing. He. It's just a thing they have. <laughs> like I like like effort. Like I always hit. I always hit on the pirate boots, which he does not have. He does not have the pirate Unfortunately. boots. Unfortunately, yeah, that's that's he does a not have pirate boots. That's a bummer. But. But, like, every single one of them, if they have wrist blasters, they could shoot electricity up to 30 feet every single yeah. time. Yeah, that's what, that's how it works. Don't you, ha- didn't you never get wrist blasters as a kid for Christmas or anything? Any, whatever, you know? Come on. No, I got, I got, I got a dumb pumpkin glider <laughs> instead. <I'm> like, <laughs> like, 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 I got a dumb, like, hoverboard, and I wish I got something different. Wrist blasters would have been... <laughs> Oh, uh, that's, that's still, I mean, that could be worse. That could be worse. You could get, uh, you get like Black Knight's horse or something. That's pretty, uh. I mean, that's been passed around yeah, a few actually, times. Actually, that'd be pretty, it does fly, I guess. I hate horses. It, it takes that fly. Yeah, I would so. not. I, I, I am not <laughs> impressed by anything with Black Knight, actually, because I don't like lances. <laughs> I don't like horses. Well, <laughs> He has he has a sword that can cut up to three feet of steel with a single swipe and can only be used by but him. He also has a bloodlust. He has a bloodlust, but he also has to carry around 150 pounds worth of costume at all times. God, it's like you don't know style or the utility of a sword that compels you to kill. I kill. This is the best sword ever. Killer Strike is done. We talked a lot about stuff that had nothing to do with him. But I feel like we had fun along the way, so let's uh, let's get done with this. Um, what's your plugs? Uh, sure, uh, go to interruptedtales.com to get a uh, go listen to my podcast, Interrupted Tales. It's uh, it's uh, kind of like mystery science theater for old pulp and vintage magazine stories. Me and my co-host, one of us reads a story, and the other one makes fun of it as we go along. That's pretty fun. Yes. I have a couple downloaded on my on my on my podcast. Thank you. You have doubled so, our listenership, uh, so I appreciate that. <laughs> well, um, so this is Jesse. Um, this is, I have another podcast called Creepy Critters, which is a cryptid podcast. It's by the time this is out, there's only only going to be like three episodes, but that's because it's bi bi weekly or by bi weekly. I mean fortnightly because bi weekly means means twice a week or twice a month. I don't know. Fortnite's a better word anyway. So, um, besides that, I have nothing else to plug except for my Instagram and potentially the podcast group thing that is gonna that I have I have I haven't made I haven't posted anything to it called um. Hod, uh, hod podge. Hod pod. I mean, start. No, no, Hodge, Hodge pod. That's what it was. It's all about Hodge, Cameron Hodges. Pod. Yeah, that sounds good. No, <laughs> no, it's about, about by a couple of podcasts nice. I have. Uh, but, uh, that's gonna, I'm gonna post to there. Jesse, remember to do that when you hear <laughs> this. Um, and besides that, thank you for listening. And this has been Alphabet Flight. May country protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. <laughs>